Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. We got another episode of the radio show, ATL, The Aftermath, on the air. Got EZ and 1-6 hanging out with you. EZ, what's going on, man? How you feel? What's going on, bro, man? We talking to uh, Tanya, and she's about to tell us about her podcast. Really cool, down-to-earth chick. Um, she's going to tell us about some of her secret talents. You know, we're going to hear about her podcast and a bunch of other things. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes, the Notorious Moms podcast, all right? I mean, I'm talking about unfiltered, uncut. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get some unfiltered and uncut answers from Tanya. So let's uh, bring her in and let's have a conversation. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Half the people still call them Oakland, the Oakland Raiders anyway. They, they mix it up anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah. At least his name's not Nick Pelican, because that'd be a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, because we're all scared of Pelican. Yeah. For the record, nobody said that was a good name. Nobody wanted that name. <laughs> we, we wanted the jazz back, but Utah wouldn't give us the jazz name back because there's plenty of jazz in Utah. Yeah, my personal pick was uh, bra the brass of the crew, but they decided to go with fucking bird with a big beat so they know it's, they it's, the, it's, it's the state bird so you know do do with that what you will oh you want me what to the hell CPR <laughs> what the hell is CPR <laughs> this, this conversation needs CPR you're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers All right, we got another episode of the radio show, ATL The Aftermath on the air. And we got another great guest. We got Tanya, host of the Notorious Moms podcast, hanging out with us. Tanya, how's it going? Thanks for coming on the show. Good. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Oh, yes, yes. We're, um, you know, we're glad to talk to you, get to know about, you know, your 
you know, podcast journey and just, you know, other things about your story. So um, just diving right in. Um, so in learning about um, what you were dealing with and, and with figuring out whether or not you wanted to do a pod and then finally, you know, deciding to do it, what was the biggest factor that made you say, you know what, okay, I'm done considering it and I'm just going to take this leap and I'm going to do it. So I think um, the pandemic had a lot to do with it uh, because I was thinking a lot about it prior to the pandemic, but then we all, you know, we got locked down. So I was basically like, okay, how am I going to reach people that are unreachable, right? Nobody was visiting anybody. People were in quarantine. We couldn't see each other. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just put my foot in and just start the podcast. And at first, like... I was doing like a lot of, um, I had a lot of doubt because I was like recording by myself. So I would do like some pre-records and I'm like, man, people don't want to, they may not want to listen to me, right? Because it's just me. Like I'm a nobody to, you know, people. But then I'm like, you know, maybe people will listen. And that was kind of just like, all right. And it kind of took off from there. I started doing my first initial episodes with like friends of mine and then it kind of just took off. Okay. So you ended up, you know, once you put your foot out there, you started seeing that that growth and that you figured out people, you know, were listening. And yeah. it's interesting that you talked about people listening because it kind of led me into what my next question was, was we're at a time, and my brother can speak to this too, that um, we're in a time of women's empowerment, which, you know, we're yes. totally with that, especially when it comes to women of color. So how important is it for you to be able to voice your opinions as a woman of color and share that with the audience? So I always have an opinion, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I think most women do. Right. Because, you know, that's kind of like at least in my nature, I always have an opinion. But, you know, when I'm doing my shows and when I'm speaking on certain topics, I like to be able to voice my real and raw opinion because I think people appreciate that the most. Right. Sometimes, you know, you try to be like politically correct, but like that's what Notorious Moms is about. Right. You know, I always say like I say the things that people think and never say. So it's kind of like I'm your conscience. Like, you know, you really want to say that, but. You ain't going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like, that's where I come in. She said it might be on your mind, but I'm going to be the one to end up saying. Exactly. I like it. And, you know, and watching the pods, you know, you definitely get your point across with your guests. You know, you don't hold back. And I feel like that's what makes the show the show. All right. (laughs) So um, we are talking to Tanya. She's the host of the Notorious Moms podcast. All right. So you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Notorious Moms, the podcast on YouTube and Twitter is Notorious Moms. That's moms with a Z, by the way. And the audio podcast available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. EZ, do you have something for Tanya, the host of Notorious Moms podcast? So Tanya, um, what would you say has been like the biggest compliment that you've gotten about your show? Like something that somebody told you and you were like, you know, I'm doing the right thing. You know, I need to keep going with this. So I, I got a, I've gotten a couple of messages, like where people have told me, like, you know, I heard one of your episodes and it really made me feel good um, about myself, or it made me make a decision that I was thinking about, you know, cause sometimes you, you need to hear those hidden messages 
you know, and I say that because there's a lot of things that I like sometimes will stumble across and I'm like, man, I needed to hear that today, you know, or if you're like in a funk and you're like, you know, you're trying to figure out life and you just hear a message and it's like, oh, that was for me. You know what I mean? So I think that was like, that's one of like the biggest compliments for me to like continue to keep going is because people are feeling my messages. And that's kind of what I want people to do is like feel my message and listen to what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause like, I think in today's day and age, feedback is good, right? Whether it's good or bad, cause yes. you might be thinking, man, I'm killing it. This is great. And then somebody finally tells you, like, hey, no, that's not it. And then you're like, damn, I've been doing all this work thinking I've been doing the right thing. Yeah. Now it's not. Yes. You know, so feedback's good either way, right? Because you might have been thinking, oh, I don't really not feeling this. I don't think it's going anywhere. But somebody thinks otherwise and they think the world of it. So right. I think it's big to, to get that feedback, even with our show. You know, like we might think a segment was cool. And then somebody might say, yeah, I don't know about that. It's kind of whack. It's like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> now we yeah, know which have. way to go. You are now listening to The Radio Show. I'm going to go on a limb here and say I don't hate the remake of Karate Kid. It's not that bad. It's not that good either. You're listening to The Radio Show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Right. So, um, but yeah, so my next question is kind of twofold. So, uh, what do you think is what is the toughest part the most challenging part about being a mom and then what advice do you have to other moms out there that maybe you haven't mentioned on the show oh the toughest part about being a mom so i have an 18 year old that's in college and i have a three-year-old so i think the toughest part about being a mom for me is constantly worrying about if I'm doing the right job, like if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm doing right by my children. Um, I think it's really important to lay down the proper foundation for your children, right? Because how I was taught is like the first education starts at home. So I'm always trying to be very cognizant of like how I speak, how I act, how I react, because my children are always watching. So I think for me, that is the really, really hardest thing because I curse a lot. You know, I yell a lot. You know, I <laughs> I, I sometimes um, am emotional, but then I have to kind of like take a step back and be like, okay, my kids are watching me. Especially like, you know, my three-year-old now, but my son, my son and I, we kind of grew up together because I had him when I was 20. And I was always worried about like, am I making the right decisions? So that is the hardest for me. And as far as like advice, um, I would tell moms not to be so hard on yourself. I think as humans, we're our worst critics. Um, We always have the worst critique for ourselves, but we really, especially in this day and age, we have to really give ourselves grace. It's important um, for your mental health and just for your overall health. Gotcha. And then I, I don't know if you had any children in between the 18 year old and the three year old. No, sir. Um, that's it. Okay. So that's it. Okay. So that's it for me. That, what was your mindset like? Right. Cause you got one who's like what 15 at that point. 
Right. Almost out the house. Right. You know, got got three more years. And then all of a sudden there's a baby. Like, what was your mindset? Like, you kind of transition, right? You go back from one stage of motherhood kind of going back, right? Like, yeah. For sure. So my situation was kind of like unique because um, I was a single mom the first time around. Um, I wasn't with my son's father, you know, when when I got pregnant and had him and stuff. So I kind of raised him as a single parent. And then I met my husband like a long, long time ago. And um, he didn't have any children and we decided to get married. And then we were like, OK, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it kind of happened very quickly. It happened before we actually got married. Um, so that was that. And then, you know, we were welcoming this new addition, which we were really happy about. And that's just kind of like what happened. But that's it. I'm finished. Okay. No more. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. These kids are too much. She said it's a wrap. Sorry, do you have any, uh, you have any siblings? Yes, I do. I have one sister. She's actually nine years older than me. Okay, so you like look, mom. You telling your mom like, look, if you want any more grandkids, you're gonna have to look elsewhere. Cause that's it. But we're we're done too. Year. Like my sisters, my sister's kids are 18 and going on 15. So she's like, I'm good. We're all good. I think two was like the magic number. Cause my mom had two. My sister had two. I have two. That's it. <laughs> that's it. She's got plenty, right? Yeah, she plenty. That's it. No more. That's it. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. No. Yes. Black women can have long hair. No, I don't have weave in my hair. Do not touch my hair without asking. And don't continue to ask me 50 questions about, well, I mean, are you sure you're all black? Black women can have nice hair, long <laughs> hair, curly hair, wavy hair. Bitch, shut the fuck up. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys that talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe. You are now listening to the radio show. Me. On the auto wooing women. On the what? You know, getting the hookup, the digits, the skins, il nana, snappy nappy, uchi wale. Thank you, thank you. Just, yo, just be yourself. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So, uh, Ty, just kind of, um, I guess, diving uh, back into, I guess, the radio portion of you or the podcast portion of what you're doing here. So, most radio personalities, podcast hosts, they listen to other shows. They get forms of motivation from, from other shows. So what are some that you listen to? What are some of the same things that you see in them that you look to incorporate into what you do? So I listen to a few. Um, one of like my biggest ones that I do like to listen to, it's... Um, it's called the Deadass Podcast. Is with Kadeen and Val Ellis. They're like social media personalities, influencers. He's actually an actor now, but I've been following them for like many, many years. Um, and if you listen to like their growth from when I was listening to them, like they have really good advice, 
with marriage and dating and children because they have four boys of their own. And they're always like, you know, dropping hidden gems about how things worked out for them. Um, and that's kind of like one that I really listen to. But I, I listen to a whole bunch of different ones. Like there's so many. It depends on how I'm feeling today. Like if I'm looking for like some motivation, you know, I'll listen to them. Um, if I'm looking for like parenting and like funny, I also listen to Mama Life podcast. I follow her. She's on Instagram. She's dope. Um, and then a couple of others. There's so many. And do you have anything with the no shows? I know you were talking about, you know, finding motivation. Oh, there are like maybe you hear a segment and say, well, they did that pretty good. But I feel like if I put my flavor and I remix this somehow, I can make something like this even better. Or is there anything out there like that where you saw something and was like, I can incorporate some of that and make it my own? Yeah, there's 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 so many like um like that particular podcast, because sometimes you get I don't know about you guys, but sometimes you get in like a creative funk. Right. I know that's happened to me. And it's just like, oh, I don't feel creative or like, I don't know what topics to talk about, because I feel like there's so many topics that people have talked about over and over and over again. Um, but I feel like everything you can put your little spice on it. You know, you sure. put your little sasson, a little adobo and, you know, you spice, spice it up. So that's what I do. Like when it comes to like certain topics, especially when I'm feeling like not creative. Yeah. I could never say that you went through that um, just in listening to and watching the show, especially the one that you did with the, um, the girls from the um, More Than uh, Vaginas podcast. Y'all oh, were, yeah, that was fun. Man, y'all were talking <laughs> some smack on that one, man. <laughs> you know? That so, was fun. I, yes, I listened to them, too. I love love them. They're so, like, awesome. Um, they had a lot of good. Like, their show was really, really great, too. Yeah, y'all was, was talking some smack. So, again, just to reiterate, so we're talking to Tanya. She's the host of the Notorious Moms podcast, all right? So you can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Notorious Moms, the podcast. You'll see the information right there on the screen. Uh, on YouTube and Twitter, just search for Notorious Moms. That's Moms with a Z. And the audio podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Like I said, somebody just brought in and check on Jane Girl Jones. And let me know if I need to Uber him some juice or some soup or something. I, I'm glad to do why, why it. Why you sending that man some juice like he can't eat solid food? Like, let me send him some <laughs> <laughs> Like he in a nursing home or something. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Um, Just talking about, like, the different podcasts that you look up to, that you, you listen to and get that motivation from. Is there, like, a – do you have, like, a guest – wish list of some folks that you do want to talk to or maybe you've talked to them already you know you want oh to speak God. to them again you know that's so funny because I do have like I have a celebrity like this is like my secret celebrity list because I'm like man I would really love to have like so my celebrity podcast guest would be 50 cent so he's like I listen to him his music but also I think he's like really funny and I think he's like smart like business-wise um so I would love for him to like be able to come on my podcast and like just drop some gems as far as like on a business standpoint because I think you know he's smart so where does that that come from like you said is that just being a fan of his music um for so long or yeah so I'm a real I'm a real hip-hop head 
Like, I love the old school hip hop. And I've been like following 50 for like when he was like underground and first starting and like his first album. Um, kind of like with Jay Z. I love Jay Z. Jay Z was like my junior high school. Like, he was like my idol. And a lot of people thought it was like weird because I would like memorize all his rhymes and I was always like rapping his stuff. So um, I just like hip hop. And I think that he would definitely be one of my number one guests on the show. It's probably, I don't know. It could happen. You don't know. But, Absolutely. You know, right now, I don't think so. He's probably too busy. That's why I asked. I'm trying to manifest it for you. you yes. Know? We're going to manifest that. So, so with you being a fan of like old school, early two thousands hip hop, like, do you listen to any artists in in today's music, uh, or you kind of just keep it old? Um, so I feel like for me, today's rap and hip hop is, um, it's just not my style. Like, I'm there's sorry, certain artists. One more time for the people in the back, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my style. Like, I'm thirty eight. And um, today's rap is just not, it's not something that interests me. Like, I don't like the sound. A lot of rappers are just like talking about the same thing and it's like really repetitive, you know, and the, and the rap game back then you, like they were actual real lyricists, right? They, most of them wrote their own rhymes and they were actually talking about things. You know what I mean? They were talking about their life and things that they go through and that kind of stuff. Now it's just like rap is just like, you know, can can you curse on here? Yeah, absolutely. Go for oh, it. Oh, everything is about bitches and hoes and Percocets <laughs> and Molly and getting high and, you know, all types of nonsense. And I, I just can't, I can't get used to the new rap game. But but you you see, sixteen came in and was like, "Say it louder for the back." She said two thousands, so she's listened to music in this century. You on the other yes. hand, you stopped in like ninety six, so it's different. Listen, listen, bro, when you grow up on a steady diet of you know Tupac and yes. you know Snoop Dogg and and guys like that, it's kind of hard for you to start listening to you know some of these these mumble rappers. It just don't fit. Yeah, it don't. It, does, it will never fit. You know. You know. But, you know, it's all good though. You know, you got you know people got to have their their style or whatever. I just know where if you listen to my Spotify, ain't none of that in none of my playlists. Can't do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just wanted to make sure. You know, Tanya said she got to the two thousand. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> she like, didn't cut I come it off from. I come from. First of all, I love Snoop Dogg and I love Tupac, um, but I kind of come. I come from that kind of era too. Like, you know, Big L and Big Pun and Biggie. And I come from like the Lauren Hill, you know, um, the Roots, those kind of like artists, you know, music soul child. I'm sure a lot of people don't even know who that is, but he was like, he's super underrated. Yeah. Um, the Donnell Jones 100%. of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those are the people that that speak to my spirit. These these new people. I can't. I mean, I listen to Cardi B occasionally. I like her a lot. A lot uh, I see the vibe here, like a lot of New York East Coast folks. for Yeah. You. Yes, I, I like her, but not really. You know, my, my playlist has a lot of that. Like I got, you know, MC Light on there. I got Queen Latifah from way back in the day. Um, uh, what's his name? Warren G. I love Warren G. Uh, yeah, so th those are my those are my rap heads. 
we gotta have Tanya back when we uh we review a lot of albums on the show. Hey, so, I love that. So when we start debating hip hop, you know, because we are a hip hop show, even though we don't always get to it all the time, it's what right. we do. So we're gonna have to have you back around because I need more allies because I get outnumbered <laughs> when I start talking about <laughs> Look at my brother. Look at the look on his face. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got yeah, an ally I mean, right here. I'm with you. That, that's I what I'm saying. You. Like, you know, hey, I get it if you don't, you know, listen to the new hip hop and I get it. But, you know, you can't sit there and say, oh, it's whack. But you only listen to, you know, you stop in 96. Like, you're talking about 20 <laughs> years worth of crap. Over 20 years now. Shoot, right, over 20 years. Right. So, yeah. It's almost 30 now. But, yeah, you know, that's just my whole point. Yeah. yeah, I gotta lean into it now because if I start listening to the new stuff and liking it, then it'll ruin the whole thing. The show wouldn't be the show anymore if I start all of a sudden being part of it, you know, and take the fun out of it. Sure, <laughs> just keep selling yourself on that, buddy. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> so, sorry, let me, so, let me ask you. So, you know, with your show and everything, so what keeps you motivated to continue to drop content on a regular basis? You talked about that creative wall. How do you pick yourself up when sometimes when you hit that creative wall so a lot of times so i have like a busy like my life is really busy outside of like podcasting like i have a full-time job i have the kids um i have like my merch that i'm trying to do um so sometimes when i feel like i'm not like i haven't finished up my season four yet i'm still missing like three episodes because it kind of felt like within the holidays and sometimes, you know, people need that little break. Um, but when I'm not feeling creative, sometimes I just take a step back and I just like, just wait, you know, I wait and I just like, I be still. That's, that's a thing. I just, I stay still. And then eventually something will come to me. Cause I feel like with well, all the ruckus and all the craziness and, you know, there's so many moving parts. Sometimes, it, it just becomes really difficult to focus because when you're trying to do a hundred things at the same time, um, that's kind of what happens. So I just like, sometimes I write and, you know, I listen to music. Music is like my, like my therapy. It helps me, um, figure things out too. So that's kind of it. Nah, it makes it make sense. It bridges what you were talking about because when you started talking about music, you can see that passion come out in you and and, yes. and mentioning about it. So I can see that being a you know a motivational factor as far as it might be a particular uh, song or album that just like you know yes. gets you going. Because music is my first passion, so that's always been. I always wanted to be like a music superstar. But... Really, really. <laughs> yeah. So I'm about to pivot back to that i was going somewhere else but let's focus in on that so i know you mentioned you know you were saying you were memorizing jay-z's lyrics and all that stuff so you mean to tell me that tanya the podcast host was out here dropping hot 16 bars back in the day i was rapping i was rapping and singing for the most part because i've been singing since like i was little i used to be like in a in a whole group um but that didn't work out but yeah like singing is my number one passion like and then podcasting after that. But anything in entertainment, really. Because I feel like I just like to entertain. I like making people laugh. Um, I like being in creative spaces. So that's, it kind of works for me. But singing is like, I love it. And it soothes me when I'm feeling stressed out. It helps with my nerves. Nice. I, you know, I, I got to dig deeper on that. So <laughs> with, with the singing, I mean, where you were, I mean... 
Were you recording on a regular basis? You have some things you hold on to that maybe you want to put out at some point? Like, So uh, my husband is an audio engineer and um, we did a lot of recording in the house. There's a couple of songs that I have started um, and I haven't finished. Like they're just sitting there. It's actually two songs. Like, um, so I'm thinking about finishing them, but I'm not sure yet. I did do like during the um, Black Lives Matter movement, my husband and I, we did do a song together. It's actually like in my bio and my Instagram, um, which I thought was dope, but that was only that one song. But I would love to like, given the opportunity, um, because I used to like write poetry also, and I do like write my own stuff. So given the opportunity one day, maybe, who knows, I may make an album. How, how does that work in the studio? You know, like it's one thing to work with your husband, right? But like, what does that relationship look like in the studio? Terrible. Because I'm, I'm <laughs> terrible at following directions and he's a perfectionist. So we don't we don't really work well together. That's the honest truth. And that's, and that's the <laughs> and that's the odyssey you can get listening to the Notorious Miles podcast. That's right? a fact. You are now listening to the radio show. They are, they are they are really good. They are like the sexiest vegetables. They're so good. Well, I don't want sexy. I want it to taste good. You're older than all of us. You should learn to like sexy vegetables. You're gonna need them. Your joints need them. Yes, I'm, I'm good. You don't want to pull a muscle tying up your shoe, 16. I mean, it happens for me in your age. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. You are now listening to the radio show. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. So, um, Tanya, so in terms of growth, my brother asked you about, you know, a certain guest, you know, like a guest dream list. So in terms of growth that you have for the show, when it comes to things you want to achieve, uh, or, you know, like, is it something outside of that? Like making this your job or maybe making it a vehicle to be able to push your music. When will you have known that, okay, Notorious Moms is exactly where I want it to be as, as far as growth goes? So I have been working a nine to five since I, I'm 14 years old. Um, and once I started this podcast, I have a number in my head that when I reach that certain age, I'm going to be doing this full time. Um, and that's kind of my motivation to continue to keep doing it because I do not want to work a nine to five forever. You know, you have some people that are very content and that's okay with working a nine to five, working to their 60, retiring and just being done with life, right? I figured out that there's so much more out there to do, right? Than to be stuck having a nine to five job. For me, it's the flexibility. Like I wanna be able to like open up my laptop 
somewhere in the Caribbean because I love the beach and just be like, oh, okay, I'm working from the beach today or I'm working from the place I'm having brunch, you know? So the flexibility is what keeps me going because I know that eventually once I reach that number, hopefully I'll be where I need to be. Love that answer. Love that because... You see the memes where who want to work, you know, all these years just for, you know, 10 or 12 years of freedom at the, at the end of your life. Exactly. Nobody ever, ain't nobody ever, ever got rich working for the man. Ever. Exactly. It ain't set up like that. Right. And nobody really talks about, nobody really talks about that. Right. Especially like my parents, I come from like parents that both of my parents had two jobs. They worked for the city. They retired. They got their pensions. That was that for them. And I'm like, hey, that works for you. That's awesome. But I just can't see myself just doing that because I'm sure by the time I get to retire, my retirement age is probably going to be 75. What in the hell are you going to do at 75? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of 75-year-olds that are doing plenty, but I still want to be youthful. Yeah. And to be able to do things, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to feel youthful or young right. right but your body no matter how you feel is and what it is 80 <laughs> years old right so you know them organs got the wear and tear no matter how you feel to your point i That's agree right. with that 100 percent. you know because time is undefeated i that mean true. some people might have tried to tie father time but you ain't beating him that's for sure never once you you lose that minute is gone that's it i was it's facts. No, that's a great answer. I love the elaboration on that. All right. So one last thing here before we get into our other part that, you know, our little game that we play here. So Ty, we covered a lot of ground. We learned some stuff about you that's just, it's like really awesome. And, you know, we'd love to talk to you more about it, you know, in the future. But is there any, you got any upcoming shows or projects that we missed, like social media, anything you want to give voice to? You got a show that maybe you, you're waiting to release or something like that. What do you got coming? Ha So I... <laughs> I have something that I'm currently working on, but I don't want to spill too much of the beans. Ooh, Um, spoiler alert. (laughs) I don't want to spill too much of the beans, but it is going to entail like live production. That's what I would say for right now. All right. Okay. You see the professional radio podcast tease there. (laughs) Yes. So stay locked to the Notorious Moms podcast to find out what that is going to be and i'm sure it's going to be soon next. come soon yes. come. <laughs> there you go outside of that was there anything else that we missed any social media like i say anything else that um you want to talk about or put out there for people i just want people to continue to listen um i feel like i have a lot to say there's so much more And I feel like every day I'm growing as a person. So things are changing and evolving. And I just want people to like stay tuned in. And that's why I try to be as consistent as possible with um, my content because people have short attention spans. You know, if they don't see you for a day or two, that's it. They forget who you are. And I just, I want to leave like a super dope ass footprint um, in this world when I leave here. Well, you're already doing it. You're you're already doing it right now. So with far, the pod. so far, so far. Yes. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. Oh, what I'm looking for. Oh.
yes. Can't let go. Can't fucking let go. That was it. Can't let go. You know what I can <sighs> let go of? This segment. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so tell you what we have. Um, we have this little game that we do with our guests. All right, it's called Don't At Me. So basically, uh, it's it's similar to what would happen on Instagram, where if you're giving your opinion and you're saying, "Look, that's that's how I stand on it. Don't at me." So it's like uh, example I always use is, "Which do you prefer, Coke or Pepsi?" And you be like, "Oh, I'm Pepsi. Don't at me." So you just you know give your answer and say, "Don't at me." That's how that works. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's get into the first one here. All right. So Tanya, what is a food that you could eat every day? Tacos. Don't at me. Ah, oh, nice. Wow. What goes on your taco? What's on it? Sour cream, cheese, beef, and tomatoes. All right. I was with you up until the tomatoes, but everything else, <laughs> I can do that. But that sounds good. But it's, it's your don't at me, not mine. So, yes, I will never ask you. Um, easy, man. You a foodie, of course. So, what's a food that you could eat every day? Uh, I got two. So, uh, fried chicken and uh, gumbo. Don't at me. Uh, those Sweet. two, I could eat those every day, and I'll be just fine. You can probably go fat, wrong, but but just fine. Can I go wrong with either one of those? So I like it. I'm gonna go off the board with mine now. Both of us being, you know, Southern guys, I could have said the same thing because I could definitely eat fried chicken or fried catfish or gumbo every day. But I know there's one thing that I know I could eat. I could eat a sub every day. Like if I had a turkey, a turkey sub. I could eat one of them. I don't know about every day, every day, but they are good. I mean, I would be like 600 pounds, but I, I like could it. legit eat, you know, a turkey with some provolone on some nice good bread on a daily basis. The next don't have. <laughs> um, would you prefer to watch a movie or would you rather binge watch a series? Oh, that's hard because I like them both. I do both. I got to pick one. I mean, it's don't ask me. So if you pick, <laughs> if you pick them both, we can't ask you. Yeah, both of them. I pick both of them because I do both of them. Don't at me. Wouldn't dream <laughs> of it. <laughs> Easy man. What about you, man? You prefer to, you know, watch a movie, nice little hour and a half with the wifey, or you guys gonna binge watch a series? Which one is? Oosh, that's a good one. Um. You're better off catching me on a move, watching a movie than a TV series. So I'll say a movie. Don't add me, cause you you got me for an hour and a half, maybe two hours, and then after that, I'm trying to do something else, like go outside, whatever. <laughs> so, but if the show's really good, your show is excellent. If you get me in there, binge watching in a day or two, no doubt. But I'm gonna say movie. Don't add me. Sweet. Um. Hmm. I prefer to watch a movie or binge watch a series. This one is easy. I'm a movie head. I mean, I'm not really good at binge watching series. Like, I've been on season, was it season two of Breaking Bad for at least six months at this point. Oh, God. I binge watched that whole thing and, like, it, it took me, like, four That's days. That's one of the shows. That's what I'm saying. That's one of the shows. It hooked me that in. The show and, is, like, dope. Uh, but That's I was good. watching it when it was, like, come, like, when it was going on. Okay. In the yeah, yeah. So I had to okay. wait every oh, Sunday no. for it or whatever, whatever it came on AMC. No, it's yeah. it's good. I just know my span when it comes to binge watching the show because my wife and my oldest daughter will inhale a show in like a few days. And me, I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. So I'm more of a, a movie person. You catch me sitting down for a movie for an hour and a half, then you can't see it. You don't right. like Breaking Bad, then if it's taking you six months. Word. I do, I just, you got to really I, I, like Breaking Bad. 
Yeah, I like it. It's, like, a, it's a dope show. It hooked, I just don't. It like hooked I, me no, from like episode clearly, two. Clearly you yeah, you don't like it enough to you. You should be done by now. It's okay. You're gonna get through it. You're gonna get. That's through right. It. You see, you see, Tanya helped me out. My I'm brother's a, like, oh, I'm you, keep the yeah, but she don't. She don't know you. you like yeah. that yet. She don't know you like that yet. Six months is a long time to be like. You know, I like that show. I haven't watched it in six months, but you know, I like it. Because like, like, I that, believe like, in you. Now no six months. Yeah, Ty's like, I believe you. You gonna get to it. My brother's like, you done some bitch. You're not gonna watch that. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ty. Here's here's the next one. All right, so when you drink from a can, you rinse off the top first, yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. Don't at me. For sure. <laughs> if you don't, listen, if you do not rinse off the tops of your cans, there's something wrong with you. No judgment, but oh, I'm no, judging. Ju- it's judging. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, man. When you drink from that can, you rinsing off the top of that can, yes or no? I'm not answering because I'm about to get judged. So, judge. uh, <laughs> so you just pop the top on that sucker and just get the You don't rinse your can? Blah. I don't even... Listen. <laughs> That's it? it. You don't, Okay, so do you at least give it like a preliminary wipe? Do you give it like a wipe with your t-shirt or something? It depends. Like if I'm being patient and I'm like, yeah, you know, I got a little segment. If I'm thirsty, man, it's, it's go time. Hey. Oh. That's nasty. Hey. hey, at least you gave me a preference to say you judge me. Now I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I already saw what was coming. But do I wipe? No, don't ask. All right, that's your preference. I'm, I'm judging. <laughs> um, hell yeah, you risk the can, the top off. I'd risk the whole. I'd risk the whole thing if I could get a chance to do that, man. Yes. And then I was already doing that before, and then we still in the COVID era too. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yes, okay. for sure. So you talking about a drink out of a twelve pack, or you just talking about like at the vending machine? Either one. You need to rinse them oh, both, okay. especially okay. the vending machine. Right. You know and like well, the, yeah, the vending machine, hundred percent. But if I'm if I bought a twelve pack, like I don't Do want to get know, into the you know logistics. What the, you know what them twelve packs go through before they go from well, from, I used, from I the twelve to, pack I used to, to work your mouth? In the industry. I used to work in the industry, so a little <laughs> a little knowledge there about that. Want to try to blowtorch that thing out here, but you know <laughs> it's all good. All right, Ty, we got we got two more here for you. All right, so is is it pronounced database or database? I say database. Don't at me. All right, I guess it just depends on the yeah. Easy. What about you, man? Is it pronounced database or database? Going in your mind trying to remember how you would say well, it. Well, I'm just I'm just about to say it database. Because that's how you say it. Don't have me. Okay. So I came up with Well, you can't I... really ask me how to pronounce words because English was not my first language. So my shit be a little fucked up sometimes. No, it's it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> was was it Spanish? Yeah, Spanish was my first language. Nice. Ooh, I came up with this one, database, database. Which one do I say? You just say it. I I, just say it. Don't even think about it. Just say right. it. Database. Yeah. There you go. That's so it's, how I, it's database. There you go. Don't at me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, when I, because I came up with this, I was like, well, how do I say it? Because people say it so different or whatever. But yeah, I guess it is what it is. All right. So, Ty, we got the last one here for you. And 
we were talking about drinking stuff out of a can, but this is totally, it's, it's sort of in that category. So you, you are wanting something hot to drink. Is that going to be coffee or tea? Coffee, don't at me. Coffee all the way. She said that with conviction. She she is a daily drinker then. To say it with that much conviction. That the day don't correct. start the day don't start without it. That is correct. But I will say this. I only have one cup a day, which is in the morning. If I'm feeling a little froggy, I'll have another one after lunch. But I'm not like a like I don't have five, six, seven, eight cups of coffee a day. Okay. That's fair. I've never All met right. somebody that was in like the happy medium. It was either you don't drink it or you drink five or six. So I think you're the first person to ever like say like, yeah, I drink it every morning, but you're not gonna catch me drinking five, six cups. No, I would be like, I'm already hyper. I would be like on 10,000 if I drank that many cups of coffee. <laughs> Way too much caffeine. All right, yes, man. Hot, some hot. You going coffee or tea? Which one? I mean, I don't really drink coffee, so I guess it'll be tea for me if I do. Um, I'll throw in another option: hot chocolate. Don't have me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, okay. Yeah. That, that'll work. A little All marshmallows right. on the top. I like that. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know. That'll work. A little All extra right. sugar. You know, get crazy with. <laughs> Anybody goes to like Starbucks, or if you want to just buy it, uh, chai latte or. Yeah, well, the tea is like chai tea or whatever it is. Um, it's hella good. Um, but they have it at Starbucks. It's a chai latte, but that's like my favorite kind of tea. Okay. All right. I like it. Cool, cool, cool. All right, this is another one I came up with and I didn't really consider. Well, it's definitely not coffee because I'm not a coffee drinker whatsoever. <laughs> um, so it's tea in this in this instance, um, if I'm needing something hot. Um, particular flavor i mean it really doesn't matter um, maybe like apple cinnamon tea or peach or something like that nothing too you know outlandish but it, it wouldn't be coffee no disrespect to the coffee drinkers i just know it's not for me but i don't diss anybody who does because as tanya mentioned that morning don't start until she get that morning cup of joe mm -hmm. but um while we talk about stuff that was hot i'll tell you something that was hot and that was playing don't at me with tanya from notorious miles podcast on the aftermath did a great job with that for sure you are now listening to the radio show radio station i work for is privately owned so we're not really uh, held to the standard of you know the censorship that most people are um, right okay however um my mom is listening and my dad they're listening so and my kids and you know, some of the people that I work with are listening. So I kind of have to censor myself in that way. You know, every now and again, you know, Jersey will slip up or ATL ho, I'm sorry, will slip out. You know, it just depends on a mixture of the two. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Um, Tanya, this has been a, like a great conversation, you know, getting to know about you, your personality, you know, how your mind works with your creative process. Um, we learned about the fact that you are a singer, that you are a music head, which was great to talk about, especially with us being a hip hop show, just, you know, learning that about you. And I wanted, even though we're wrapping up, I wanted to throw this, I wanted to ask you this question real quick, since you're a hip hop head. If I was to ask you, and it may not be, uh, the, 
this might not be your favorite artist, but do you have a song that you consider, you know what, that's like the perfect hip hop song? What it what to you, in your opinion, what was your version of this is the perfect song? I can't get no better than this. So the perfect song to me is Affirmative Action by Noriega Foxy Brown and um Cormega, I think was on that. And I think I don't know if Nas was on that. I can't remember, but Full that's East one Coast. of like my favorite songs. That one. And Quiet Storm by Mob Deep. Those are like my two. Like when I listen to those, it puts me like, it puts me in a mood. I can tell you. I like how you answered that like quickly. Like yeah. just right you, on you can tell that's your favorite song. Yeah. Yes. Because the smile you had on your face and the way your head started moving, it's like he was hearing the beat for Quiet Storm. Yes. Your head, you start moving. Because I'm telling you, when that beat drops, it's good. I mean, I know you guys <laughs> heard both of the songs, I'm sure, but. It, those two songs give me like a, like a, um, it just, it puts me in like a go, it's like a go get a mode. You can see it on your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your face said it all, the answer and everything. What, hey, buddy, you want to say hi? What about, no. what about you? That's a good question. I, I don't know if I can answer that right away. Um, damn. I guess for me, it's a new, well, not a newer song, but it's new school. Uh, Poetic Justice by Kendrick Lamar. Like I just love that oh, song. Oh yeah, that's a good like, song. Every I like time Kendrick. I hear that song, I'm I'm in a I'm in a in the mood. I'm good. Like let that run. Don't talk to me until the song is over with. Like I like it. I like that song. And I'm not the type of guy that like I'll like obnoxiously like know all the words and I'll sing every song that I know. But that song, I'm gonna say the song word for word, and you're not gonna stop me. Like I'm just gonna. You're just gonna have to hear me and Kendrick together. <laughs> um, let me see. For me, now I'm a fan of this group. Um, I would say, like, for me, Tupac and Snoop Dogg are like my one and two. It's like one and one A. But to me, the, the idea of the perfect hip hop song is "You Got Me by the Roots." Is like, yes. if it ain't hip hop perfection, it's damn sure close to it. The yeah, beat, Black Thought is just murdering everything. Eve come through killing it. And then I like the Erica Badu version better than the one with Jill Scott. I feel like Erica killed it just a little bit more than Jill did in that song. Love Erica on that song. That's that's That goes into my top 100s. Yeah, she, she killed it. I just wanted to ask that because I feel like you could get on here with us and we could talk a whole bunch of hip hop. But um, going back to just sort of putting a ball on everything, um, you are excellent to talk to, um, just a wealth of knowledge on many different subjects. Um, you have a great thing going with your podcast and super inter interested to see where that's headed in the future. And mm -hmm. would definitely love for you to come back and have some more conversations with us uh, in the future. For sure. I would love it. I'm always open to having good combos. For sure. So I'm going to put this right up here on the screen. So please uh, follow uh, Notorious Moms Podcast Facebook and Instagram at Notorious Moms The Podcast. Search YouTube and Twitter, Notorious Moms, and you can catch the audio podcast available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. All right, make sure and search that out, Notorious Moms Podcast. Tanya, again, thank you so much for the time we appreciate it and like thank said, you guys for having me it was so much fun i look forward to working with you guys in the future anytime hit me up oh absolutely sure
You are now listening to The Radio Show. If you post something on Facebook and you talking like paragraphs of shit about somebody, tag them! You're listening to The Radio Show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we are back on the aftermath. We just got done talking to Tanya, the host of the Notorious Moms podcast. Easy, man. We figured we'd get into some things about, you know, talking to her about the pod and things like that. But she dropped a few things in there that we weren't expecting, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, the fact she's a singer, um, first language wasn't English, like a lot of cool um, stuff we didn't know coming into it. So it was really good talking to her and learning all those things. Yes, um, it feels like, you know, we are like kindred spirits, you know, us being a hip hop show, she's a hip hop head. It just, man, the interview fit like hand in glove. And if you want to hear more from Tanya, make sure and check her out, the Notorious Moms podcast. So there's the information right there on the screen. So on Facebook and Instagram, at Notorious Moms, the podcast. Search YouTube and Twitter. It's Notorious Moms. The audio podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find it on there. Just search for Notorious Moms Podcast. All the information is right there on the screen. Give Tanya a like, a follow, a listen. All that stuff counts. And I'm sure she would appreciate each one of, you know, each one of those. All right. Uh, now, as far as on our end, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ACL, just send us an email, the radio show inbox at gmail.com, or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. So easy. It was a great conversation with Tanya. I know I say this all the time, but it's always great hanging out with you on these, man. Um, yeah, just looking forward to more great conversations with more great guests like Tanya in the future. But yeah, it's definitely Absolutely. great to talk to Yes. Absolutely, man. It was a good convo and, you know, definitely more to come from uh, our show and her show as well. For sure. For sure. So uh, we just appreciate everybody who shows support to the radio show ATL. Like I was saying about, you know, listen to Notorious Moms. Anything you do helps. You tell a friend, you know, you like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We appreciate all of us. And we're just going to keep dropping heat through the end of 2022 and all the way into 2023 and beyond. We're just going to keep dropping heat. So we appreciate it. Thanks for listening, watching, and we will catch y'all next time. Appreciate it. Peace. You know, a lot of people think that making an income as a musician is easy. Most people think that you just go to a couple open mics, eventually get asked to play there, and show up and get paid. Truthfully, it is actually pretty easy to book one or two shows, but what a lot of people don't know is that there is actually quite a bit of strategy and technique that goes into playing a show if you want to get asked back as a regular and in turn get paid regularly. There are so many musicians out there who actually have the talent, they have the music catalog and great personality to play a really good show. They just haven't quite figured out the strategies and techniques to turn that one great show into regular, consistent paying gigs. I finally decided to get into gigging for the first time when I went to see a friend play a show and they were making the same amount of money playing music that weekend as I had made in a whole week at my 40 hour minimum wage job. I knew that something had to change, and even though I didn't know the tools and strategies at the time, I knew that I had all the capability of playing a live show and getting paid for it. 
If you are a musician, you are probably way more capable of turning that into a fuller part-time income than you even realize. Imagine how amazing it would be to quit your job or cut back and be able to make money playing music. Literally a dream come true. Make Music Make Money is a course to teach you the tools and strategies that I use to make thousands of dollars playing live music for over 100,000 people all across the US. Listen, you don't need a booking manager, you don't need fancy equipment, and you don't even need a social media following. I was making a full-time income playing live music with very minimal equipment and less than 2,000 followers, and I break down exactly how I did it. The course is automated, so you can move through it at your own pace, and it breaks everything down from who to reach out to and what to say to even get a gig, to how to structure the show to keep people engaged, and how to follow up afterwards to make sure you land that regular weekly or monthly paying gig. This podcast is supported by Make Music Make Money, and all listeners get 30% off the course for a very limited time. But you have to act now because that offer definitely won't last. Give it a try and see why musicians all over are learning how to make music and make money. There is even a 30-day money-back guarantee. You really can't lose. So click the link below in the description to get started today.